0: With the chip inside, fucking link it digitized out which prior to this was higher than science could ever devise. Nice. This is a neural interface, we're gonna stick it in your face, and it's in your brain insulates. There's an arms war on, and we're gonna win the race. Leave everything in the race, bring the base.
1: Welcome to Dangerous Minds, where we delve into the minds of biohackers, grinders, and take a closer look at the tech being implanted and developed by this community. Now, this is a special edition of DMP tonight sharing a recording of a talk at the previous DEF CON Biohacking Village. And we're sharing this as a recap of great information that was presented, and as a reminder that the same team behind DCBHV will be putting together another edition of DEF CON Biohacking Village here in just a couple weeks, August 9th through 12th, 2018, in Las Vegas, Nevada, at Caesars Palace and at the Flamingo this year. For more information, please go to village. io, and for more information about DEFCON itself, go to defcon.org. We look forward to seeing you there, and the great, and the great talks and panels, and the expo floor. But before we share these great clips with you, we want to thank our sponsor, Dangerous Things, who delivers custom gadgetry for the discerning hacker and biohacker. So check them out at DangerousThings.com. Now, if your, or your organization is interested in sponsoring the efforts of the Dangerous Minds podcast, please feel free to reach out to us or email at info@dangerousminds.io, and we'll be glad to talk to you about it.
0: Just to start this off, um, my handle's Mr. Brimley, not my name. Uh, I'm not related to Wilford at all. I have been in information security for five years. uh, IT for about 19. Before that I was in college and before that I spent a lot of time farming. So we are going to talk about parallels between information security and biological security and as soon as I can get the slides to come up we are going to look first off at what is biosecurity and the U.S. Department of Agriculture has a very nice definition which basically boils down to I think we need to reboot all the things. Anyhow, biological security is basically defined as trying to prevent any harmful materials, whether they are biological, chemical, what have you, from entering the, the food chain uh, that, that we have. Um, mind you, that's it, it is a Department of Agriculture de- definition. They're going to more, mostly focus on food safety. Uh, there's a but when you're dealing with people, it's more under the rubric of public health. And you'll hear public health brought up a lot if you stand in biosecurity, with the, depending on what you're working on. And we're almost there. Uh, it is duplicated. But. The key bit here that we're looking at is we have a, a, a situation in both information security and biological security where there's a lot of language that's common between the two of them. So, for example, uh, we have viruses in both. We have worms in both. We have we talk about infections. Uh, To go out more to the ecology standpoint, occasionally you'll hear about watering hole attacks, which brings up the image of some poor gazelle on the Serengeti going up to get a drink and being snatched by a crocodile, uh, where in fact it's somebody waiting in ambush uh, at a website that is popular and injecting malware there. And And these are very well thought out allegories between the two. We're going to blow through the first three slides real quick as soon as LibreOffice comes up. Uh, But it's very well considered because, for example, a computer virus is absolutely dependent on having another piece of software available to it to propagate into a new system. And if you know anything about real viruses, they are obligatory parasites that absolutely have to have a cell in order to reproduce. Uh, the worm analog is, you know, a piece of malware that can propagate on its own, much like a worm. An actual worm can propagate on its own. So, we're actually dealing with the same paradigm in both places, in both information security and biological security. What we really have is we have a pervasive threat environment. Everything that's out in the great big wide world can possibly cause you harm. You know, there's a million bacteria out there. Some of them, mind you, are at least beneficial. You have more bacterial cells in your, in, in your stomach than you have actual human cells in your body, uh, stomach and intestines. But even an imbalance in that can cause illness. In information security on the internet, you have a pervasive threat environment. Every system out there can possibly harm your network. Uh, you have rapidly changing, evolving threats. You make a countermeasure, and the next thing, that threaten, the, the, the threats that are out there will evolve to the next level in order to evade your countermeasure. You have a, an immune system response, and it'll kill 99.99% of the bacteria, but the ones that survive can deal with that immune response or that antibiotic. So in reality, if you're looking at it and you're new, you're, you're experienced in information security and you're looking at wanting to go in because you want to breed your own yeast for your custom uh, brewing, yeah, I like beer. Uh, you shouldn't be intimidated because it's the same sort of mindset in keeping in keeping sterile procedure in your biohacking that you would have in your information security. You know, you've got the same type of best practices, and they really boil down to four concepts. The you know, first concept is isolation. You want to have a work environment that you've got. Full control over, so that you can basically get yourself prepared to do actual work. Uh, and you know, we do this in information security. We firewall off our networks. Uh, we put in application proxies. We try and do everything we can to keep the bulk of the internet out of our networks. You know, you're not going to sit there and, and run your production facility uh, so that anybody can walk along and throw something into your in, in, into your, uh, your your stuff. Uh, the second one is sanitation. Yep. Once you've got your isolated environment you need to clean it up so that it is fit to work in so that you don't have any unwanted effects. Wow, the office is taking a long time. So in the information security milieu that would be patching, vulnerabilities management. Uh, you know keeping your antivirus up to date, uh, making sure your ACL, your, your access control lists are up to date, making sure that your uh, logins are, are up to date and you've hired out people who are no longer working there. In the biosecurity environment, that's basically you know standard sterile procedure. You're going to go wipe down everything with a bleach solution. Uh, you're going to make sure that everything's kept clean. Uh, you're gonna run through you're gonna you're gonna run your glassware for example through a ster- possibly throw it through an autoclave depending on what you're doing third concept monitoring now that you've got it isolated and sterilized you need to keep an eye on things to make sure that nothing untold, you know unwanted comes in you've gone to all this trouble to make a good environment you need to keep an eye on it you know, In information security, that would be monitoring your IDS's, monitoring uh, your your IPS's, your, your host IPS's. In biosecurity, you're going through with a checklist saying ha- when did this last get sterilized? When did this last get wiped down? When was the last spill? Have we gone through to, at the end of the shift and recleaned everything? And then the last thing is education. And this is probably the most important part. Because with education, you your, your employees, if you actually have a business, they're wonderful. they will try and make things as efficient as possible. And a lot of the times they will do this in ways that will bite you hard. So education in large part is teaching people what corners they absolutely cannot cut. you know it's either no we, we are not allowing USB we are not we are disabling it at the machine level, and don't even bother bringing it in. If you find a CD out in the parking lot, yeah, don't don't insert it into one of the local machines here. We, we would really appreciate you not doing that. That would be bad. Uh, for biosecurity, all right, you've come off a of break. Uh, even if you're talking at a fast food restaurant, they say wash your hands every time you go off from your station. You've got to teach these folks to wash their hands every time they go, off, they go back go out and come back or else they won't because they'll try and save a couple minutes. And I've got I really would. well that would explain it. Out where I'm from, I'm from Columbus, Ohio, we have an ice cream company called Jenny's Ice Cream. They sell ten dollar a pint ice cream. I'm a monstrous cheapskate, it's worth it. Ah, there we go. Thank you. And now the really fast presentation of the slide. Precautions. And here's our terminology. And here's our threat analog. Isolation and sanitation. Education and monitoring. And my example, Jenny's ice cream. Well, great place, but in May twenty fifth May this year, they did you know they export ice cream all around the Midwest. Wisconsin, the folks in Wisconsin found Listeria in Jenny's ice cream, and this is not where you want to have a notification coming from. You want to find it in your facility right off the bat so you can go, okay, yeah, we caught it, we're going to do our own recall, but there's no brand damage, or not serious brand damage. Yeah, we're on it, we're already on it. Bluebell did this. Uh, Listeria, for those of you who aren't in the dairy business, it's endemic in soil. It causes a form of food poisoning that is potentially lethal, and freezing does not kill it. Which means dairy farmers are paranoid about Listeria. Well, the FDA came in, did an inspection, and found out that there were no testing programs in place. No, very poor sanitation, grime in places that there shouldn't be grime. uh, No cross-contamination procedures. Uh, In fact, the new facility that they had just built has a garden outside, and Employees are encouraged to go work in the garden on their breaks to you know, kind of clear their minds, and there was no procedure that said, all right, now that you've come back in, wash your hands, change your coveralls, get all, you know, all new work outfit before you go back on the floor. Now, this is similar to having an IT environment where you're not doing vulnerability scans, you don't have antivirus, you don't really have a firewall. Uh, the last time somebody checked to see whether, people, whether the, the employee list matched up with the, the accounts list was two years ago. It's inevitable something bad is going to happen. And Jenny's is selling quality and craftsmanship. The only analog I can come up to in the, IP, in the uh, IT space right now is the OPM hack. It's that level of incompetence. So the company had to recall all their products. Two and a half million dollars of product immediately shit canned. Out the door, refunds to the grocery store's whole nine yards, and had to suspend operations. Uh, they find, you know, for a month they came back on online uh, by borrowing the equipment of another dairy in Ohio, uh, which means first off they're paying rent for all that, and it's a wonderful op- uh, opportunity for industrial espionage because this is another custom dairy, uh, and it turns out that this outbreak is tracked down to a single pint filling machine that had a listeria that had listeria contamination on it, so. This is going to bring us up to the big difference between InfoSec and Biosec. Biosecurity has a lot thinner margins for error. Part of that's because we've been doing agricultural safety for 100 years now or more, uh, whereas we've been doing information security seriously for about 20 years. Before that, you had all these little isolated clusters of computing power. the key differences is, in order to mess with something in the biosecurity milieu, you have to be there physically. You, know, you can't just attack from across the country unless somebody really has some mistake in their information set setup, that lets you hack some SCADA thing there. InfoSec allows for remote access, and we all know this. Uh, biosecurity has a lot more aggressive countermeasures. Uh, product recalls go in instantly. Uh, They're applied very quickly by the companies themselves to avoid financial liabilities. Uh, and if you're a if you're a, a cattle farmer like I used to be, uh, if you have one cow with hoof and mouth disease, guess what? You just lost the whole herd. It's the same thing as saying uh, we had a Windows XP one box that got hacked. Now we have to sit there and trash the entire network and rebuild it from scratch. Uh, very, very serious, and it's because the consequences are a lot more serious. With, uh, with InfoSec failures, you've got financial problems. You've got reputation problems. Unless you're dealing with medical hack, med- hacking a medical device, odds are somebody's not going to die. With biosecurity, lives are on the line. And the legal penalties reflect this, too. Uh, in biosecurity, at the, at the start, if you have a problem, you're dealing with lawsuits for negligence, and these can lead to large financial penalties, which is why everyone recalls at the drop of a hat. You know, the, le- the less exposure that somebody could possibly get injured, the less money you'll pay out. And if you have deliberate violations, you, know, you phonyed up the documentation that you gave to the local Department of Health, congratulations, there's fraud charges coming. Uh, if you're really truly incompetent in how you're managing your uh, your, your operations. Uh, no, we're not, we, we have no control. Somebody could walk up and dump in potassium cyanide at any point in time, we have no idea. Uh, I can see a good sharp prosecutor starting to go on the involuntary manslaughter to up to depraved indifference. Uh, it's a lot nastier. I remember Tylenol lost a boatload of money and a boatload of reputation because They didn't package things so that somebody who wanted to mess with their product after it was out of their control could do so. So let's summarize this. Biosecurity and information security have actually very similar environments. It's a pervasive threat environment with adaptive threats. Uh, The result is you actually have similar mindsets and countermeasures. You want isolation, you want sanitation, you want education, and you want monitoring. And, but the costs for failure are a lot higher in biosecurity because the legalities are a lot more mature and the stakes are a lot higher and you get a lot of dead loss immediately. that little EULA that you have for information in every software license that says, we take no responsibility whatsoever at all if your data gets trashed by our product, that doesn't fly in anything biologically in anything biological so I hope that if any of you are looking to go, are in information technology and you're looking to go into biological work, I hope this helps. Uh, if you're in biological work and you're looking at information technology and information security, guess what? You've already got the mindset, you're halfway there. And you know, if neither, well I hope it was at least entertaining. So thank you all very much and a special thanks to the guy who's following me for yielding some time, thank you. and uh, we have some websites in here in the slides for if you want to get more information. Okay, so uh, next up we have Michael Goetzman talking about the um, implications of DNA storage and acquisition. It's a pretty rad talk. Um, While he's getting set up, do you want to do some Q&A, impromptu Q&A? Otherwise, after this session, the way we're running it is if you have questions and you want to talk to the speakers, you can go to the uh, biohacking village tables out in the contest area, and the speakers will be out there. Yeah, I'll, I'm more than happy to take questions. Uh, let me get. Uh, I brought my assistant. <laughs> so, uh, any questions from anybody? Either I was extremely informative or you were not interested. Um, I'm going to flatter myself and say that it was the first, but you've all been a great audience. Uh, Nobody heckled, nobody threw anything, nobody said, you suck. Uh, I'm going to take that as a win.
1: Special thanks to the team at the DEFCON Biohacking Village for sharing this recording with us. Now remember, if you're able to make it out to Las Vegas, Nevada, for DEFCON in August, 2018 it'll be well worth the trip but the panels and the topics covers are just a small portion of the action with the activities and networking available with the other attendees is the true payoff now get more information about uh, biohacking village again go to villageb.io. that is our new website for this year so take a look at uh, the schedule is up And more information about new uh, exciting new changes this year are on the website now live so you are loyal listeners if you'd like to know more about the journey we take weekly check out the DMP homepage dangerousminds.io or go to Facebook forward slash dangerous minds podcast and please keep in mind that uh, events like these are listed on the DMP Google Calendar And if you have an event that you would like to add to it, please feel free to email us or send it to us on Facebook, and we'll be glad to add it to it. Now, all of us want to thank you uh, for joining us as we explore further the tech and the people behind it within this vastly growing community of biohacking, grinding, and implantable technology today. If you like the programming we share and the work we're doing in the community, please feel free to support us by going to our Patreon page, becoming a supporter at www.patreon.com forward slash dangerous minds. Please feel free to reach out to us with questions or comments. And perhaps we might one day talk to you about the work and our projects you're exploring and or developing until next time. Seek the spark. Man or the team machine Man and machine Human mind can't handle the dream Scientific progression is steamrolling There's no preventing it going
0: ahead Now we're intrinsically linked with technology Biology as we know it is dead